It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Emily Campagno. I'm Guy Benson. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, July 20th, 2023. I'm Eben Brown. It's hot in Dallas and in Phoenix and other places. And that means it's hard to keep cool and to keep people safe. In heat like this, if we had widespread brownouts or blackouts like we had a few years ago in the winter months, it would be catastrophic. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Precise, personal, powerful. Is America's weather team in the palm of your hands? Get Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Through much of the U.S. South, the mercury is reaching triple digits and staying there. It's dangerous. People can die and have died from heat stroke. The weather also puts a strain on public utilities in efforts to keep people's homes and businesses cool. And there is also the at-risk populations, the elderly, the chronically ill, the homeless and migrants, the lower-income communities whose homes might not be climate-controlled. But what does it feel like when the heat comes and won't go away? It's typical of news reporters to go out and ask people their opinions on the experience. One of the quotes was a guy that was visiting uh, and said that it was like an oven stepping outside every time. Fox's Casey Stiegel is in Dallas, where it's been more than 100 degrees Fahrenheit. And we let him go back inside the office where the A.C. is blowing so he can speak with us in some comfort. Like an oven similar to when you're in your kitchen baking cookies and you open the door and you get the blast of hot in your face. That's exactly what it feels like. And he's he's exactly right. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. It's pretty stifling. And the thing about these particular heat waves this summer is there's been a lot of humidity with them. So, you know, typically Texas, you think of being pretty uh, arid, but uh, except down in Galveston and, and Houston, where it's notoriously known for being like tropical and, and extremely hot. But right. it's been that way for other parts of the state. So we're talking about real fuel temperatures, the heat index values, 115, 120 degrees back at the end of uh, June, which was the last uh, wave that we had. So uh, it's pretty intense. I mean, we are used to hot temperatures this time of year. And people say, what's the big deal? It's Texas. It's always hot. Yes. But uh, you think about the number of people that live here, and that means people have to work outside. There are a lot of jobs that make people uh, go outside and they don't have the comforts of being in an air-conditioned office all day. And so, you know, there's a lot at stake here and and, and it's certainly dangerous. Um, you know, we talk about the, the creature comforts and being uncomfortable with it being hot, but uh, then you, your, your heart really goes out to those people sitting at the cooling centers and the hydration centers. One of those opened in Phoenix 
Um, Arizona also experiencing this record heat. And uh, it's so sad to see these people that have come to a, a senior citizen's home and talking about how they, they don't have air conditioning in their own home. So they come to this place to get cooled off. Uh, but so many people don't have that luxury and they're having to work out in it. And that's where we're seeing you know fatalities. We know at least 13 have died, um, according to officials in this most recent heat wave and uh three people in houston alone um 10 in laredo um so all told we're looking at 30 people confirmed wow that's a that's a big number it's huge it's a lot to think about because the the heat can actually be deadly i mean i'm i'm in florida you're in texas we're used to hot weather in the summer i you guys are getting it a bit more than than we are um, but there is a true public health risk, personal health health risk when when it gets this hot. Um, you mentioned people who work outdoors uh, there. There are even for the most healthiest of persons. Uh, this is risky, risky, dangerous weather. And it, it has to get local officials uh, uh, kind of going here to, to try to to mitigate this problem for people. So, I mean, you're in, you're in Dallas. I mean, it, it just, it just must look different out there with, with the, uh, with, with local communities trying to set up, as you said, cooling stations. Um, these are places where people can go to, to cool off if they absolutely need to. And, and then this becomes part of uh, kind of everyday living over these, these months. It does not. Right. And last last go around, uh, a mail carrier here in Dallas died, um, collapsed on his route. It was caught on a ring doorbell video uh, camera and a neighbor saw it and ran to give this man CPR. And he sadly did not make it. His wife later told Fox affiliates that uh, that he walked that route every day by foot, that it was multiple miles and that he had been doing so for uh, more than a decade. And, you know, the, the tricky part about that is that it hasn't technically been classified as a heat related death, according to a medical examiner per se. But that that's where it gets a little tricky when we talk about the numbers and how many people are impacted. Um, it, it's interesting. We've kind of gotten into this uh, coverage with the media and talking about, you know, 20 million people people are under extreme heat warnings or extreme heat advisories. And I've been covering weather for you know 20 plus years in multiple states, Tornado Alley, Indiana. I mean, just hurricanes, you name it. And uh, this it, stuff is changing. I mean, the last several years have been pretty intense. And, you know, the driving force behind that, not sure. But, uh, you know, that's debated, as you know. But I'm, I'm reading articles about you know, Arizona first keeping climate data at the end of uh, the 1800s and talking about how in the early 1900s, only five days a year in Phoenix typically were over 110 degrees, only five days a year back in the early 1900s. And now there are more than five times that many that 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 state just passed a new record um, and Arizona, uh, Phoenix, particularly many consecutive days. So, you know, I mean, this is really impacting not just Texans, not just Floridians, not just folks in California. I mean, it really, when you start talking about how many communities are impacted, how many are on the map and uh, and the and the drive behind that, um, it, it's pretty fascinating. 
it's also an expensive uh, thing to endure, I think, for both both for families as well as for uh, cities and towns and, and whatnot, because the the amount of stress on the public utilities when the temperature gets this high, uh, I, I don't think you know, it's kind of hard to to quantify it. Um, yes, everyone's using their air conditioner and that drives up their bill because their power is, you know, they're, they're using more power at their homes or their businesses and whatnot. But that kind of heat is taxing on the infrastructure. I mean, it, it causes failures in the system. And that is particularly troublesome for the state of Texas uh, because of its power grid situation. We know that they had significant failure during a winter crisis a couple of years back. But uh, Texas famously or infamously is not connected. I believe it is still not connected to the rest of the, the country's power grid. Is, is that not the case still or or, you know, right. It's independent. You're exactly right. It's independent. And we saw that amplified with the winter emergency that you're talking about a few right. years ago, uh, when the only part of the state that really didn't go offline was down around El Paso because they are connected to neighboring New Mexico's grid. The rest of Texas all runs on its own. And you've probably heard us talk about ERCOT. Um, and that's the agency that's tasked with overseeing the public grid in this state. And uh, they were talking about more than 12, 13 records have already been broken in terms of energy use so far this year. Uh, this week, more than 80,000 megawatts, 83,000, more than 83,000 wow. megawatts was going at one time that is an all-time record for energy use in the state of texas um interestingly nine gigs was put on to the system nine gigawatts which is substantial amount of of electricity was put onto the grid just in the last year and a half or so so they are growing the grid as the population grows in texas but i think that that kind of dovetails into what we're talking about with phoenix and and the record temperatures as urban sprawl happens and communities continue to grow um I, i'm just reading about you know they're they're advancing the interstates further north of of Dallas now as the communities continue to spread out into the suburbs. And, and as you take more space and more concrete is laid and more buildings are put in and uh, and parks and green space is taken out, um, that does make an impact, right? We know that. It's just pure science because the, the sun comes down and it bakes all of the, the surfaces during the day. Um, and we know that concrete, steel, buildings, the things that consist of society, right? Um, right. It, it, it absorbs all of the, the 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 heat and so uh when it when it gets down into the overnight hours um and, and it doesn't really cool off as much the surfaces and things don't even have a chance to to fully cool down and so that repeated cycle over and over and over again um, has something to do with it as well we are speaking with fox news correspondent casey stiegel in very hot dallas texas where the heat wave continues and is affecting people's health and their communities. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. Aside from all the infrastructure issues that obviously result from this and how expensive it can be and and uh, the risk that it poses to people being able to keep themselves cool, communities being able to keep their infrastructure cool, uh, we, have, we have a lot of people in Texas. Not everyone necessarily has central air in their homes. Uh, there are people who live and work outdoors or, or work significantly outdoors. There are 
populations of migrants who live perhaps in substandard housing. This all creates a, a massive, I think, public health risk. So what what do leaders do to try to uh, mitigate these problems? Because you you the last thing I think anyone wants is a situation where 20, 30 or more people on a farm or in a factory or in a commune of some sort lose their lives because they can't stay cool. They can't stay hydrated. They're exposed to the elements to a degree. What you know, what are those concerns like right now? Well, it's certainly a, a concern when when you have temperatures this high. But I think the key and, and, and speaking for most Texans is just the fear of losing the electricity altogether, right. which would be a, a total crisis in heat like this. If we had widespread brownouts or blackouts like we had a few years ago in the winter months, it would be catastrophic. There would be many people dead. It would be a, a real crisis. And I think that uh, the Texas legislature, to their credit, and you know Governor Abbott, and uh, you know there's been a lot of talk about fixing that grid um, and making sure that what happened does not happen again. So right now, when when it gets to be this hot, the primary concern is the fear of losing power. People know how to acclimate. If you're a road worker and you're laying asphalt, that's your job and it's hot and you know that when you sign up for it, it is dangerous and that's where employers and the rest have to give their employees opportunities to take breaks, to get hydrated and to do those very basic things that you hear, like taking a drink of water. Well, if you're out on the side of a highway all day with limited access to bathrooms, it's hard to stay hydrated. So it's this constant struggle. When you talk about the border and, and migrants, that's a totally uh, separate situation that is that's very important when you consider, according to the state health department, last summer, they said 306 people died from heat-related illnesses, 306. And that includes 158 non-residents. So those would be migrants, for example, that, that are classified but not in the system. Casey Stiegel, our Fox News correspondent in very hot Dallas. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you, sir. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.